Warning, the following content may contain elements that are not suitable for some audiences. Viewer discretion is advised. Scream, it's the Taz Show. Everybody hacking, everybody just wants more with the action. Hip Hop Jones got the music blasting. Better watch out, it's all he's asking. Over like Rover, he keeps it real, he's no joker. Original, he's no poser, no competition, he's the owner. There I'm moving speakers closer, cause it's time to tune in to the Taz Show. All right, here we go, guys. Here we go, live Taz Show coming at you. On this uh, lovely fall, uh, late fall day here on this Wednesday. So it's a Wednesday edition coming at you. And, uh, you know, it's going to be an interesting show. It should be a good show. Going to talk some SmackDown from last night. Going to do a little spitballing with sports. There's some stuff to talk about with a little baseball, some football stuff. Uh, some college basketball <laughs> stuff. Oof. Uh, yeah, so there's a lot to cover in this episode. You also could call the show. You know the routine on that. 866-475-2948. That's an 866-475-2948. So you can call the show. And I want to thank everybody if you're listening right now live on the Radio.com app as I broadcast from the Rage Cave. So uh, live on the brand new Radio.com app, which is just going great. Day one, we had a little issue with it. I think it was this past Monday, I think it was, whatever it was. It was a little issue. And good Lordy B, the new techs, the new IT guys, the new uh, computer geeks and nerds uh, at the CBS have fixed it. So it's really nice. And it's working really well. So if you're listening live on the radio.com app for your mobile device, thank you so much. Maybe you're watching or listening live at TazShow.com. Thanks for that. You do that every day also. Or maybe you're checking out the podcast version of the show. Yes, you're doing that on Spotify or TuneIn or iTunes. So thank you for doing that. I appreciate the support. I appreciate the love. And uh, as we uh, roll through, and uh, this is episode... Tatamate, put aside. Give me one second. Uh, 459. That's what episode we're on right here. Hey, Dennis Jones, the biz dev guy, audio producer of the Taz Show. Do you see how I just spit out some japanese flawlessly yeah i was i was gonna ask can a can you repeat it and two what does that mean chatamate kurosai so it's uh like basically um i mean i'm not fluent in japanese but it's the first part of it it's like uh just a second like wait a minute i think it is somewhere in that way like hold on a second hang on a second or like we would say in italiano ashpet right you know what that is as a new yorker even though, you're, even though you're a ginger, you understand that. And you know, Ashbat, right? I do not know that word. I'm learning a lot right now. Excuse me? Can you say the word one more time? I'm, I'm can you use it in a sentence? Yeah, can you use it in a sentence? Yeah, sure, I can. Absolutely, I can. I'll modulate, sure. Um, yes, I will use it in a sentence. Uh, are you asking me the Italiano word to use in a sentence? Yeah. I, I don't think I've ever heard that. Okay, hold on a second. And you're going to have to re- re- tell me what he said, because I don't understand what the man's saying, because his voice is so deep. Is he saying he doesn't understand the word? Is that what he's saying? Correct. He would like it to Ashpet. be... He would like the Italian word, Ashpet, to be used in a sentence from you, please. All right. Well, you know, we're... we're I don't know. You and I, we're at, a, we're at an espresso bar getting some coffee, and... 
you know, you're, you're telling the guy to hurry up, make the coffee quick. Like, come on, let's go. I'm in a rush. I'm in a rush. And he turns to you and goes, oh, I spent. You and then I say means. hop along quesadilla. I don't, I've never heard like, I spent. It's hurry up, quesadilla. You're saying that wrong, too. I'm giving <laughs> you like Italian. You know what? You know, and I don't, I'm starting to think you're not even Italian. No, okay, I, that's the other. I am. I just, I've never, I took Italian for three years of college. I l- barely passed. I passed because I was Italian. They were like, we feel bad for you. <laughs> we're going to give you the D. Dude, you, you took Italian in college because your last name ends in a vowel. Okay, the you know Pico. That's your last name, right? Pico, like yeah. Pico the guy. That's your yeah, feed, Pico, right? capital P. Your last name is Pico. Hey, Pico! It comes sure from like Hispanic? northern Italy. I was I was gonna say that sounds that has more Hispanic tones. Yeah, he's Pico. That's his name. So his last name is not Pico. It's Pico O. Yeah. So anyway, enough of the language barrier. But uh, uh, you know, Aloha. Uh, so uh, anyway. <laughs> Been doing all sorts of uh, uh, different languages. Yeah, so talk a little smackdown. We've got people calling the show already. I mean, the show's flying through already. Uh, barreling through, as usual. Tag show comes right at you, straight forward your head. No bullshitting around, except when we're talking about different language and dialects and vowels. That part's kind of bullshit. But anyway, we're just, you know, spitballing around here. Shopping it up, as they say. We have no house cleaning today, which is kind of good because we had an extended, kind of an extended house cleaning yesterday, I thought. Uh, speaking of extended, the floggling of Mike Johnson on his extended uh, appearance yesterday in Taz's show was quite interesting. Um, I spoke to Mike off air. I wanted to make sure he was okay because I felt bad. I, I feel like he got a little sensitive like I yelled at him, you know. And good Lord, I mean, Dennis, if he thinks that's yelling, I mean, what about what happens on the show here on a regular basis? Like, I don't understand. I didn't want to. I didn't want to let Mike know, but it was. I, I at some point I had to have been. I should have stepped in and been like, Mike, come on, man, you're actually kind of getting it easy right now. Yeah, you should have stopped. I'm shocked you didn't step in because I know you. Any chance you get a, 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 an opportunity to beat on someone besides me, you will. So I know that. You know, I, I know how you are. You're, you're violent and vicious. Now I jinxed uh, myself yesterday. Before I move on, we're talking about SmackDown and get to the phones. Jinxed myself. I made fun of Dennis on the air, the biz dev guy, audio producer, the lumberjack. I made fun of the man you're looking on screen, not a big redhead man with his Action Bronson starter suit on. I made fun of him uh, because of his eyeball yesterday. I said, <laughs> right, you had a bloodshot issue, right? Now it's good, all right? And you would gross me out. I don't, don't, don't touch your eyelid. Don't, I don't like that. I don't like when people do that. My wife, she'll put like con- her contacts in. I can't even watch. Like, I can't. When someone touches their eyelids or eye, like they pull their eyelashes, I can't. That, that freaks me out. So what happens is, this is no bullshit. I'm wearing my hat, my lid down a little lower than normal because I, you know, the lights in here. I'm trying to keep it chill because my left eye. I woke up this morning and I don't know. I have something in. It. I don't know if it's an eyelash or what it is. Oh God, it sucks. It's a pain in the ass. I'm in the shower. I got the water beating on my eyeball. And all I'm thinking about is, damn it, that Dennis, he jinxed me. And uh, because I made fun of Dennis, and I had a washcloth. And during this broadcast, you might see me with an, a washcloth on my eye. So if that happens, I apologize. <laughs> I got this thing in my eye, and it's driving me crazy. So because um, I, I made fun of you, Dennis, and now you, you got me back. Did you think about going uh, eye patch at all? Damn, that's a good idea. These are the reasons why you're the biz dev guy to show. See, that, that that's... Why you initially were hired here because of stuff like that. 
Now, you do come up with ideas like that once every four to five months, but when you do, good Lord, they're dandies, dandies. And that was a dandy. And no, I didn't. I should wear an eye patch in the next segment. It's not a bad idea. I mean, you're in the ra- you're in the rage cave. I'm sure you can scrounge something up. There's got to be some oh, weird stuff lying around. Props here all over the place, bro. It's like Halloween store. But the thing is, too, you know, I'm a big mark for the, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers old school logo. Very so true. why not? You know, I'm not a Buccaneers fan, but I love the logo. Actually, get a we can we can get an image of you with it, and we'll send it to Tampa Bay and be like, look, guys, the old the old logo is awesome. When you want to do a throwback, use this, and then we give them your face with an eye patch. And now Not you're a bad idea. Now you're the That's face easy. of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, literally. Two for two, Jones. There he is, right there. So, uh, before I move on here, I was looking at the uh, Taz Show Twitter, the show account at Taz Show Live, and um, it's kind of sad. Hmm. It's kind of um, people voted on the question that was posed yesterday, will you buy the new Taz Blockhead t-shirt from Pro Wrestling Tees? Man, this is very depressing. 60% of the people said the options were yes or not yes, which is tremendous, as opposed to no. And 60% of people said not yes. I, that that sucks. So we're not doing the Blockhead t-shirt. It's not happening. Sorry. It's not. I'm offended. Uh, you people don't want the shirt. You're not getting the shirt. You other forty percent, thank you for supporting me. Uh, not you know what? Even though it's Dennis, you know, a lot of people didn't even vote. Which usually when we put polls up, a lot of people vote, and a lot of people didn't vote. You know what? You know what? That's just not nice, and and I'm I'm hurt by this. I you know yeah I have a tough exterior, but I, I'm a human. I have emotions, and I'm I'm offended by this. There will not there will not be a blockhead a blockhead. Uh, uh, graphic behind me, by the way. I popped for myself. <laughs> I, w- I did too. Hey, yeah, you see that? <laughs> I guess not. Okay, yes. And left. You let it. I'll be in the bathroom. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Dude, we're not doing a blockhead shirt. It's not happening. I already contacted Pro Wrestling Tees last night. We had a we had a night a conference in the evening. A uh, conference called Jones, and I said, "Look, guys," and they're like, "Oh man, we're getting ready. We already got the you know the this. You get the artwork done." We're starting to make the screen. I go, no, 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 no. We're not doing it. We're not doing it. Because these entitled people, now they want to tell me what shirt they want. And now they're going to hurt my feelings by saying no to a shirt I'm going to offer them. That's not nice. And I'm upset over it. So that's that. Why are you going to punish the 40%? Because they lost. This is not. There's still a day left. This was a two-day poll. I know, but bro, no, it's not going to catch up. It's not. If it catches up, then fine. But it's not enough people voted. Them, that's the other thing. It's like it's it, that's just hurtful. And you know what? 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 You know what? I'm not going to be interactive with these people anymore. I'm not. I'm not doing it. I know how you punish not, them. I'm I, punishment is needed here. You tell. Look. Punishment. So here's here's the move. Well, from now on, when you promote a T-shirt. You put it up again, be like, look, if we don't get X amount of votes or uh, an overwhelmingly yes vote, strictly lumberjack T-shirts. And that, that's going to force people to sway true. heavily in your favor. That's true. They, You're hated. I mean, you're, so you're hated more than a blockhead shirt's hated. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Very like true. Like you in general. not your sh- No, no, no. Not your shirt. You. 
I'm telling you, you no, are I, I agree. And that's just by your know, local friends and family members. So, nevertheless, uh. that's your. So, um, yeah, I'm starting to picture like Mike Johnson voting from a million different computers. No, not yet. No, not yes. Not yes. Not yes. Not yes. No, not yes. Not yes. Not yes. Guaranteed. It was well, Mike especially, especially after yesterday. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. He was going crazy. Taz, and you know, Mike. Taz ruined my birthday. No, not yes. Not yes. Not yes. And, dude, you know, you, I think you can only vote on these Twitter things like um, uh, like one time from a computer or device. He probably you know, has a computer room. You know, let's be honest. He's a little bit of a geek. On a nerd, uh, you know, and he probably has like a million computers in a room, and it's just like not yes, not yes, not yes, just running around. Oh, guaranteed, I can just visualize it. His his, his wife's birth- like, Mike, today's your birthday. Let's go out to eat. He's like, not yet, honey. He's like, I gotta get, I gotta get this not yeses up. I gotta vote. Blockhead, you're a blockhead, Taz. You ass. That <laughs> I can't oh, believe yeah. he did that yesterday. <laughs> yeah, you got. Yeah, I know. Some you cracked him. You're acting. What he said? I go, give me some effing news. He's like, I'll give you some news. You're acting like an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. It was great. It's the best comeback the guys ever had. Oh, that um, was good. Uh, anyway, uh, speaking of Twitter, bro. Ah, man, this is huge. Uh, I know, uh, Ant, you're a big Twitter guy. You got to be excited for the fact that they're going to go to what is it, 280 or 260. I think it's 280. Actually, I'm not excited. Oh, really? I think that there's a uniqueness to Twitter by having the 140 characters, and this just is, now it's going to turn into Facebook. So there is a lot of people, I think, that would agree with you, Ant, uh, that Twitter kind of forces you to stay in that lane of, you know, 140. Um, And it's tough at times. I know I've I've experienced it. I know that. I mean, there's, you know. um, But now I I do like because it's easier to tweet longer. But I, I never thought of it like that. Like it, it is kind of then it's just like some of the other uh, like Instagram or, you know, uh, Facebook. It doesn't. Um, but don't they do it like a trial run on this, I think? Yeah, I'm not really sure when they're implementing it. I actually didn't know until you tweeted something about it yesterday. I was like, oh, what is he talking about? And then I looked into it and I was like, oh, I don't know how I feel about this. OK, well, I'm glad, glad we got your input. You know, every time I go to you just to get your opinion on something because you're younger, uh, I'm disappointed. Why? I'm being honest. I see. I could be like Dennis and just repeat the things that come out of your mouth and then oh, not wow. have a true point. Wow. Go. Go. Wow. <laughs> Anthony, Go! Anthony Pico runs down the pitch. He shoots. He scores. Go. 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 See, that's all. That's all he's got. He deflects with that dance. He does it. Yes, he listen. He, Dennis, did deflect me off any heat at any time with two things, and you people know what they are. It's I'm an easy mark. It's the dance, the move that he does, the uh, right, and and the Seth impersonation. He it. This guy, I could be furious about something. He goes at the Seth thing, and I just I forget about everything that happened. I, I'm like a schmuck. It's unbelievable. Yeah, it blows my mind. Like. I'm just like, yes, Dennis is in the blender. Then the Seth voice comes out, and like Taz is like, I forgot what I was angry about. I just thought laughing. It's tremendous. I'm saving, I'm saving the double for a really special occasion when I really screw up. I'm going to hold off. I'm going to do the dance and the Seth voice at the same time. 
my God, that I might just fall down. <laughs> I mean, I just, I might just fall like right down. That might happen. Uh, yeah, had a, yeah, and I don't want to talk about that. All right, so yeah, so uh, I moved on quick from that. Uh, we got people calling the show, right? I'm gonna get into SmackDown here in a second. Let me, uh, let's talk to uh, our friend Willie Chuck, uh, Holy Toledo in Ohio. Willie Chuck, you're on the Taz Show, Big Hoss. What do you say there? Hey, what up, Taz? Uh, How are you, bud? Thank you. I'm I'm well. Thank you for all your awesome content. Whether you're in the rage cave or the uh, rave cage, you always bring it. And I think Thank it you, would be friend. an awesome teacher with with rage cave on the front and rave cage on the back. Because I I get confused sometimes on what it is. Well, it's um, a uh, this the uh, mob. This is kind of like a brown theme in the studio here. So. And the way we have the lighting and the shadowing and the, the brown paint on the walls, it's cave-esque. The best you could do it in regards to video of looking decent quality. So it's not cage where you would put a lion or a panther. Okay? It's yeah, yeah. a cave. So it's so like a, a okay. caveman. Okay. How can I help you? Every, every, now and then, every now and then you guys like slip and say rave cage. And I, I laugh every time. It's like Rave Cage, Rage Cave. I like it myself. I think it'd be awesome. Okay, um, that's great. Anyway, thank you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I have I have two things. Um, uh, I don't know if you remember from um, No Mercy, the Bray Wyatt suplex, the um, on Finn Balor, where he suplexed him and he just like threw him and he did it twice yeah. in that match. Yeah. I do Is remember, there yes. That? I, not that I know of, there to be are... honest with you. you. Listen, listen, you you can only do that with certain type of wrestlers. You know, guys that aren't as big and guys that are really, really, really good bump takers um, or, as you guys would say, boink takers. So that's what you need to do. Uh, you got to make sure you're wrestling the right guy because that you can't just do that to any uh, to any pro wrestler because that that's a, not an easy bump right there. So... I've never taken that from anyone where someone went to give me a vertical suplex. I mean, I've taken a bunch of vertical suplexes. I've taken a bunch of snap suplexes. Um, but I've never taken a vertical, like a release, where a guy just, I'm, I'm sure, you know, somebody made up some name and it's on the internet and the NXT announcers will call it that. I'm, I'm sure there's something like that. There was a shot there somewhere. But, um, yeah, no, I, I, don't, I don't believe in making up names. I believe in uh, looking at the... Looking at the spot, knowing the name, and calling it the move. And if it's not, if, the, if it's someone is innovative and came up with something uh, brand new, now I'm not saying that's never been done before because I think it has. I haven't seen it a lot, but uh, you know, Bray's a big, strong, thick dude, and uh, it worked. I, I really like that move. If when I was watching, I was like, "Whoa!" I was that supposed to happen? Then he did it again, and I'm like, "Okay, is that a new Bray Wyatt move? Because that's cool." I like that move, well, but I mean, I, I know and, you have to have a certain weight of a guy you throw in that way. Yeah, yeah, it's hard to do that. I mean, because you gotta uh, getting the guy up in the air is not as hard as some might think once you learn the technique of doing a vertical suplex. Um, but to release and trust your hand speed, because that's what it is. To pull back the curtain a little bit, it's brace showing great hand speed, because um, that's the key to keeping your opponent safe. And it's the ability of that guy you have in midair who's upside down to bump. And there's also a lot of trust right there. 
on on Finn's part to Bray to do something like that. Awesome, thank you, thank you for uh, that. Um, the, my last thing, the uh, Enzo touch clause. Uh, you saw the. I know you you talked about the little uh, like minute long video they put out yesterday. They put out another video that was like five minutes long, and it had the whole thing last night um, before two hundred five live came on. It was like really uncomfortable, like like a the beatdown. Like I saw no 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 Willie Chuck Willie Chuck. I saw the whole thing yesterday. I watched it uh, during one of the breaks, I think, and I talked about the Bully Jones gimmick. Um, yeah, no, it was. Long. I saw the long version. No, it was. It was crazy. It was. It was like I couldn't. Like, what point are they trying to prove it? I mean, really, if you don't like the guy that much, or the locker room hates him that much, and you want to affect the booking, and you want, I mean, then, then, then don't have fifteen guys beat the piss out of him. It's, it's like that's that's WWE. They do that kind of petty shit that happens behind the scenes. And you get heat, and no one knows it. The audience has no clue what's going on, and it's, it's people backstage snicker, and it's and you know it's it's very petty, and it's been going on there forever. They try to rib people and do stupid shit. I, I've seen it happen a billion times. It, 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 believe me, I, it's a not, whole other topic. Let's put it that way. <laughs> but, no, but my my question about it was, and it, it felt really uncomfortable watching it at first, but then when I I I watched it. I was watching the people that didn't touch him because he had a touch clause. So who didn't touch him that was in the ring and who is going to get that shot at the title? Because he ain't going to keep the title forever, or is it going to be someone that comes from outside? What's well, this no touch clause? I know he's got the thing with, with what's his name, right? With uh, he, he, he can't get a shot at him with Neville. No, no. He said, anybody who touches me. They ain't getting a shot, whether it's Enzo or, or whether it's uh, Neville or anybody oh, else. They ain't getting a shot. Yeah, 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 yeah. My bad, and, my and bad. He yes, reiterated yes, yes, yes. it last night on 205 Live. I didn't, he said the yeah, I didn't see 205 Live. I did not see 205 Live. He said it again last night? Yeah, yeah. And he had a big promo, and they, they did a whole thing last night. And But it was like, it's like, the, who didn't touch him during that whole thing? Who's going to get the next shot? Or did everybody touch him, and then someone else comes from the outside? So I, I was really intrigued by that. So I, 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 I don't know, just something to pay attention to. I don't know. I know. I, I mean, Will Chuck, I, I got to watch it again. And thank you for calling, Will Chuck. I appreciate it. I'm going to have to watch it again uh, That because you're right in what he said about the promo. And, uh, you know, those guys, I think they all touched him, hit him, beat him, did something to him. But, again, that was dark, right? They didn't air that to TV. So, But yet they'll put it on their social media. So it's kind of like you have the guy cut a promo. And then you're going to lose consistency in the promo. Uh, I got to watch it, like I said. But if I think Willie Chuck is correct. Dennis, did you see the promo? Do you remember the promo? Is that is, is he right, Willie Chuck? Um, he, that means you don't know. No, he is. I don't know. Like His question is who touched him. Like, I don't remember who didn't touch him. But, no, he's right with the no-touch clause and that everybody beat him up. But I don't – you know, I wasn't marking it down. I'm like, oh, it was, uh, you know – T.J. Perkins, this isn't okay. Right, right, right. Yeah, no, I know. I'm going to watch it again, though. Uh, but I know we're going to go to break right now a couple of minutes early because we got to fix something on a technical end. So uh, sit tight. We'll be back on the other side of break. I'll get into talking some SmackDown, get to some phone calls. Uh, Taz Show coming at you on this Wednesday.
All right, guys, we are back here live on this Wednesday edition of Tough SmackDown in a second here. Uh, but you know, football season, right? That's the key right now, football season, which we all love. So don't miss a second of the NFL on CBS. Stream your live local games each week on CBS All Access. That's right. Your local NFL on CBS games are streaming live on CBS All Access. Start your free trial now at cbs.com slash NFL. So check this out, man. CBS All Access also includes number one hit show, classics, movies, and original series like Star Trek The Discovery. Okay, anytime, anywhere, CBS All Access is the money. I'm telling you right now. You can also stream your live local CBS broadcast for news, special events, and other sporting events and more. Start your free trial now at cbs.com slash NFL. You guys like that. Uh, it's definitely something to do. Um, fan of it myself. So that's the thing. All right, so I'm going to get rolling here. I'll get the phones in a second. Uh, also have uh, uh, a lot of stuff on SmackDown. And some stuff, not a lot of stuff, but some stuff I want to discuss. So we'll do that. Um, let me ask real quick if the uh, team of producers in the studio, uh, did you guys uh, see SmackDown? I will admit I did not. Good and uh anthony i saw bits and pieces of it i have two very long days in a row so i fell asleep around like 9 30. <laughs> i saw up until the usos match so okay so here's the thing i know because i know one guy was watching the yankees played yesterday right and the yankees clinched the wild card jones i was there mark all right so i'll get into that in a little bit <laughs> okay uh, so SmackDown was all right. I mean, I, I thought it was good. I didn't think it was great. I was happy for a couple of people. I was happy uh, for Ty Dillinger, actually. I thought Ty Dillinger, again, had a good showing for himself. He he, uh, he lost via countout to Baron Corbin while AJ Styles was on color commentary. I kind of liked the whole segment, um, maybe because I'm a fan of all three guys as performers and stuff. So um, I, I, I like it. Um, I like that AJ was on color, and, and AJ's pretty witty and, and sarcastic on color at time, and and, and he, he, he comes off the right way. Corbin is just a badass killer heel, as you guys know. And Dillinger is just a hard-working babyface, but people love him. you know. And we really haven't seen, since Dillinger's went to the main roster, we haven't really seen WWE do much with him. Um, but I'm starting to think that might be changing here. I mean, they did not have to have Dillinger get canceled out. They could simply have had, had him lost the match, but that leads me to believe that ah, maybe they're going to start doing something with him, uh, which I hope, and I think there's something there for sure with him. The guy, as I say a lot about him, he has an excellent connectivity to the audience, uh, not just a 10 thing. People just like him. There's something about him. Uh, he's, he comes off very genuine uh, in his promos, just even in his work. I think it's part of being a guy who's not a rookie. He's not green. Some might be new to him, but he's been he's been a, a wrestler for for quite some years. Uh, so he's far from 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 a green rook. You know, he's not. Um, I like him. I like him a lot, and I love Corbin. I love AJ. I think the whole angle was cool. The whole segment was cool. I know it didn't start the show off. I just wanted to get get that before I forget to cover it. I wanted to just give you guys my thoughts and opinions on on that segment. I thought it was good. Um, you know, it's not obviously Kevin Owens is the main story on SmackDown. AJ and and Corbin are not, but these guys can be inserted there at any time they need to. Meaning WWE, anytime they need to insert them in that main slot, they can. 
especially AJ's history as a bona fide main eventer and world champ and all this. Um, you know, he could do that with his eyes closed, and Corbin is just sitting on ready to really explode. Uh, my my perspective. I've been saying about him forever. Um, another thing I liked, I did another thing I did like a lot was Jinder Jinder Mahal's promo. Um, they they were smart WWE. They played up a little bit. He's going to talk about or react, whatever words they used. <clears throat> Paraphrasing a little bit here. Jinder's going to talk about his, again, controversial words last week about Nakamura. I know it wasn't said like that by the announcers. Um, and it wasn't even said like that by Jinder when he came out there. But that was kind of the, 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 the hook for people to watch Jinder's promo. Um but what they did well, WWE, and what they had Jinder do well was not oversell that hype of that's what he's going to talk about, meaning Jinder Mahal. I like that. They did it a little bit. They didn't push it hard, which was smart, because to be honest, he really didn't go that racism road again, which was good, meaning Jinder. I think that um, folks talking about it last week, I humbly say me and others, publicly saying uh, in the media, hey, uh, you, what the hell's going on? Why, why is this guy going this far with the racism? Like, it's ridiculous. And it's not Jinder's fault. It's, at the end of the day, it's, it's the creator's fault. It's the company's fault. The, the, you know. So they, they gave you a little hook with that, but they didn't give you that, which was good. And I really like that Nakamura, they did the still shots again, which is like, and even Nick Corey said, or one of them said, ah, you know, we're going to do this again, which was cool. And then the final shot, the still shot of, of uh, Nakamura wasn't a still shot, as you guys know. That saw SmackDown. It was very cool what they did. But Dennis, you didn't see it, right? So I can walk you through it, right? I'm all ears. It was pretty cool. You know how they do the thing where, um, you know, where they've been doing stuff with Jinder Mahal for a couple of weeks where he kind of references the video wall, uh, the Titan Shrine, and there's a still shot, and they make fun of Jinder's face, right? Right. He did that again yesterday with, like, two photos. And then there was another, which, which really looked like a photo, and it was not. It was Jinder doing this, ah, this crazy face, and then he started moving. And they were like, whoa! <laughs> and and uh, Jinder and the Singh brothers started like reacting to it, like, what the hell? And then Jinder said something real quick. Could not understand him. Mouthpiece Jones. Uh, broken English, the whole thing. You got to take the mouthpiece out, bro. And um, anyway, they shut the lights. They played the violin. The place popped, and he came out. And they did some physicality and stuff like that. But I, I'm, I'm saying I like I like I like that. So if you get a chance, watch it, Dennis. I think you'll you'll dig it. I'll go back. I, and obviously, I love Nakamura. So anything, especially what he's yeah. doing is his crazy zany. Oh, he does that all. Silly man, yes. Silly mouthpiece, Jones. Um, Bryce, uh, you are on the Tash show. You're in North Carolina. I'm not. Uh, what do you say there, buddy? Bryce. Bryce. Okay. I guess Bryce is gone. Yes? No? Maybe so? All right. Thanks for coming, Bryce. Thanks for the heads up, guys. Just for having an issue with the phones. I don't think we are. You spoke to Willie Chuck. Crystal Clear Jones. It's the, uh, I don't want to get too inside baseball. Oh, don't. What happened? Are uh, good? He's, he's there. It's just the. Uh... Oh, we're having an issue where we can. So it's a phone connectivity issue. Okay, when you guys got him, I, he, I Bryce, you there? I heard something weird. All right, we're done. 
don't hang up on him. No, try and get him through. I mean, right. just you know, once he's there, let me know. Um, so anyway, back to the gender thing. They're building this thing up right. Uh, I think there's a good amount of intrigue going forward for Jinder versus Nakamura. Uh, uh, well, we've seen it before, but I tell you, I like it. I like what they're doing. I told you guys a while back, man. Jinder, he's holding on to that title, and he's gonna he's gonna hold it on. He's gonna hold on to it for a little bit longer. He needs the championship. Jinder Mahal needs the heat for him is in that title. And, and he's going to get to a point where he don't need it anymore, and that's coming soon because the title for him is used as a vehicle and as a conduit to really galvanize him as a hated heel because all the stuff he says, and 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 it could be some could be looked at, not political, but, you know, because he's not an American, because he's Indian, and because of stuff going on in our world, you know, that's that's the white elephant in the room, and, and, and WWE plays off it right. Jinder does a great job with it. But, you know, the thing is, he has the title. And no matter how much someone hates him, they got to be like, damn, that son of a bitch is the champ. That son of a bitch is the champ. You know, it's good heat. But I think he's going to get to a point where that title can move on. And maybe it's Nakamura's time. We shall see. Um, I mean, if you're Nakamura, you're in a great spot. You know, you're, you're, you're at an angle, you know, with the champion. And as a wrestler, I'm telling you from experience, that's what you want. Unfortunately for like Finn Balor, he's not in an angle with the champion. You know, like Finn was the first ever Universal Champion, uh, as you guys know, many of you know. And then he got injured and he held it for a day and he had to relinquish it. And they never gave him back the title. So he is in a, a really good deal and stuff with, with Bray Wyatt, and that's cool. But I'm just my point about Finn, even though he's not on, you know, uh the SmackDown, is that Finn to me was the first Universal Champion and didn't have a chance to run with it. And they didn't put him back in really in that picture again. Now, if you shift over to SmackDown, you know, uh, you, you're, you, you know, you look at Jinder. I'm sorry, you look at Nakamura. He's in an angle with the world champion, with the WWE champion. That's what you want. That's what you want. And and it's, and you know, you guys know I'm a fan of Finn. He's been on my show. I love him personally, professionally. I think he's great. He's the bee's knees, as they say. Um, I think that WWE is going to wait even longer to put that title back on him. I don't know what it is. I just, I mean, they, they're pushing him. They're using him pretty good. But I, I just don't think he's going to be in that title picture, Finn. And I, you know, um, yeah, I don't book the place. If I booked the place, as soon as that guy came back from an injury, I would have had him gun right after that championship and put it back on him. <laughs> because it's just uh, a shitty situation. Nobody wants to get injured. Um, it happens. So you obviously had the belief in him. To put, now, I know this has nothing to do with SmackDown, but I don't care. I just want to say it. You obviously had the belief in him to put the universal title on him once, okay, and then he got injured. Well, and then you took it off him. I mean, he had to, he had to relinquish it, and then you never let him get it back. You know. So, uh, before I move on, uh, any update on the phone? We're having him call back on a, another line. Oh, separate line, Jones. They call that the kayfabe line. Yes, we don't call it that publicly. But there's a little backstage Taz show Jongren. Uh Put that on the docket. Never say it again. And there it goes. They also did a uh, pretty interesting thing here uh, on SmackDown for those that didn't see it. Oh, by the way, before I say anything, the first hour and maybe 20 minutes, I believe, kids, check this out, Dennis. There was only like two or three matches. There wasn't a lot of match. It was Corbin Dillinger, which was a count out. Then it was the tag match with the Usos. Uh, I didn't see the finish of that, so pardon me. Then I think it was Charlotte Carmella. 
Charlotte Carmella, I believe, went on the air at like freaking, it had to be around an hour and 15 minutes into SmackDown, like 9.15 p.m. Eastern, 9.20. So, you know, they didn't really, um, they didn't really uh, have a, a plethora of action in the beginning, but the show had a decent flow to it, the first hour and a half. It wasn't bad. I, I, you know, I wasn't riveting, but it wasn't bad. Um, I would have liked a little more action. I hate to be that guy, like, you know, a lot of times I can, when you're in the company, like, you know, people are like, oh, man, you hear this, oh, this guy saying, oh, I counted the minutes. They only had, you know, in a one-hour show, whatever, you know, 20 minutes, 19 minutes of wrestling action. You know, when people say and do that, you get laughed at behind the scenes, just to be honest with you. Um, but I just think eh, quick three matches, two, three matches in an hour and 20 minutes is a little light. But that's just me. Uh, I think we're going to have Bryce from North Carolina finally on the Taz Show. Bryce, much anticipated uh, uh, appearance by you. How are you, my friend? Doing well, sir. Can you hear me? Yes, sir. I got you now. Ah, what's up, man? Good moment, guys. Good moment, buddy. Talk to me. All right, man. I, just, I don't want to get like too off the top. I know you're talking about SmackDown. But um, I was uh, at 205 last night. Did you see 205? No. No, no I didn't. So if you want to help me out and give me some info on it, go for it. It's not, a, it's not a big deal. I was just, what's, what's interesting is I've been watching wrestling for 18 years. Um, you're like a huge part of that, too. And, Thank um, you. But yeah, no worries, man. But uh, I'm just saying that, like, I was actually, like, excited for 205. You know, it was like, you know, 945. I'm like, oh, well, yeah, Enzo's going to be on there. You know, and actually, I, I feel like WWE did a good job with drawing my interest to it, you know, based off of Monday night. <laughs> so, I, see, I Bryce, now stop. Bryce, 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 yes, hold sir. on. I want to talk about something you just said, right? It was interesting Interesting what you just said. You said, oh, 205 is going to be coming on. Enzo's going to be on that. <clears throat> so right there, to your point, you just said it, you were interested in uh, in 205 because of Enzo. They did their job wrong, you know? Yes, sir. What I was ultimately just kind of getting at was, uh, yeah, um, you know, he definitely sparked some interest there. But you didn't see it. So I was, man, he cut like this crazy, I don't know, their word for... I don't want to be speaking out of markology. I don't want to use the wrong word here. <laughs> no, um, God, don't just go for it. Yeah. His opening interview, I guess. Uh, he, um, I mean, I can't tell what the guy is. You know, if he's a Madoff or a Happy Jack, I can't really tell. Like, he had an opening segment, and he was in the main event segment where he kind of beat the crap out of Neville with the with the crutch. So, I don't mm-hmm. know, man. I don't know if this is gray art, but like I said, I know you didn't see it, so. No, I'll watch it. Let me ask you a question. Bryce, Bryce, is. hold on. I know you've I know you've called the show before, so. I trust what you're saying here. So let me ask you a question. Did he wrestle or he just did promo segments? He did a promo in the beginning of a very long promo. And then he was in the corner of Aria Davari against um, Neville in the main event. So he was kind of like out there just being annoying, yapping, yelling in Neville's ear and stuff like that. And then as soon as Neville won the match, he kind of jumped up from behind and started beating the And honestly, this was the most intense I've ever seen Enzo. And I thought oh, yeah, that was I'm cool. Sure. Yeah, I mean, he was I'm sure he was. I punching him, talking to him. I was like, wow, I haven't seen that side of him yet. So that was cool. Hold on, listen, listen. Homeboy's going to get over, bro. I'm telling you, he knows how to get over, and he's got the boss in his ear telling him, you need to turn your shit up when you're out there. You just got your ass kicked. You're the champ. You got your ass kicked by 500 guys um, uh, on Monday, uh, dark or not, and now you need to bring it, and I bet you he did. So I, I'm now you got me intrigued to watch 205. I'll watch it today. Thank you, Bryce, for calling the Taz Show. I appreciate that. Good call right there. And that's that's what I'm saying. You know, the thing is, like, you know, maybe that's the spark 
that Enzo needs. Maybe I'm not. I'm not condoning. I don't think they should have did what they did when they had all those guys pinball and beat them up. I don't think they should have did that. I think just the just the thing they showed on TV was enough by Neville. I think that would have been fine. Like I told you guys yesterday, I do not think that you know the two or five guys guys needed to be on the stage uh, on Monday night when when Enzo punked them all out. I think it would have been better if the two or five guys would have been just graphics of them. He calls for a graphic, and he makes fun of that guy. I have no problem with him trying to build the character and the heat for Enzo where he is making fun of people and and not letting those other people get a comeback. That's fine. Don't do it while those frigging guys are standing there. Okay, so with a house, they understood, okay, all those guys he made fun of just got their receipt because they all beat him up. Okay, but for TV, we didn't see that. So unless you're following WWE social media and you're watching it, you wouldn't have known that those guys got their receipt. They just look like a bunch of jabronis that got ripped by Enzo. You know what I'm saying? So it was a little stupid, to be frank, the way they handled the whole thing. I mean, that's a kind of a rude thing to do, but I could be rude at times. So um, I don't I, I I am intrigued to see, just going off of what the caller said, Bryce there, I am intrigued to see how they handled him. Uh, I'm happy to hear that he showed more intensity and violence in his physicality. Uh, with uh, with the, what he did to Neville because he had to get a receipt on him. But, I, you know, I'm just hearing this, I'm a little surprised they're even going the route um, with Neville and him uh, and Enzo because, I mean, unless they're going to renege on, on the, the, the contract gimmick, Enzo apparently now can't get a shot, right? I mean, that's kind of what it seems like. Enzo told him, I'm not Enzo, Neville. Enzo said to Neville, if you touch me, you beat me up or whatever, you know, on Monday night, he said, you are not, you're you're not getting a shot. You're done at the title. Uh, so now on the next night, on 205, it sounds like they're still in an angle together. I don't know, unless it was just a thing where you're having, you know, Enzo get even with him. But you got to have Neville get the last word. He's more of the quasi babyface, I guess. But you got callers like the guy Bryce who said he don't know what the hell <laughs> What Enzo is, and we're seeing a lot of a lot of gray area and a lot of characters in WWE. I think it's okay. I've always thought it's okay to have gray in baby faces and heels. I really do. My problem is when the bulk of the roster is gray. That's not good. That's not good. That's where I have a problem with wrestling, and not just WWE because some other companies at times could do that. So uh, that's that's uh, you know that's my per- perspective on that. But I, and Dennis, you didn't, did I ask you if you saw two hundred five? I did not. Um, I read through the the recaps to make sure for for the show. Um, and <clears throat> reading it and what Bryce was saying, it's and like I like I asked you yesterday. I don't know if they're fully going with it. I mean, it definitely seems like a gray area, but it it kind of feels like the Enzo and Neville are. Maybe it's a slow. I don't. We got to come up with a markology word for uh, T U R N. Um, oh, turn. Yeah. Um, it could be <clears throat> flip, flip Jones. It could be you know, the word flip is funny and it just works. Aunt, Aunt said city, sunny side city, up. Flip, flip. What's up, flip flip? I like flip flip. Aunt said sunny side up. That's not bad. Um, are you familiar with flip flip Furnham? Yeah, he's uh. He's not here, but I he's well he's not on set, but he's here. Well, Probably rumor is Rover. Rover and him are having a relationship. Flip, That's flip, a puppy monkey puppy monkey baby. Yes, a dog and a monkey are having intercourse. So 
Yes, Flip Flip Burnham, for those that don't know, is a chimpanzee that is the former mascot of the Taz Show. And um, that was Captain's beloved mascot, the former producer of the Taz Show. And Buy a hat. Captain loved Flip Flip so much, he left him in the studio when he left. So, <laughs> and now Rova and Flip Flip are uh, dating and then, you know, having relations. So, um, but that's a whole nother topic. Maybe for tomorrow, or maybe never. Um, why I'm talking about a monkey and a dog having sex, I don't know. Oh, I know now. Flip, flip. So you want a name for turn? Maybe there's morphology behind me. Maybe we go. Maybe we do. I like Sunny Side Up. What Anthony said. I like something with flip, flip, or just flip Furnum, or you know. I mean, look, it's it's this is your language, Dennis. You're, you're the, the head honcho of this. You right. you you know. I just handed it to you, so you need to you know kind of talk to your people about it. You know. I'll run it up the flagpole. Make sure everybody. I'm looking at your eye right now. I see you still got pissy. No, no, don't do that. Because when you let it rest, fat rest face, it I could see the red. Like when you when you make your eyes wide, like and it, it makes my eyes freak out when I look at you because I like can't my believe eyes, that I, you got an eye thing like this. I didn't think. I do. It's not pink eye. That you don't have pink eye. You have a busted blood vessel from an overuse of sodium and fats. Okay. Well, I have an eyelash in my eye. That's all I have. So, Which is um, hysterical. Like, just dig it in there and get it out to give it the old flickeroo. No, stop talking about it. It's my eyes tear. Oh man. Oh, bro. Gee, is is out. there is there anyone in the rage cave with you? Just give them the old A team over here. I got six guys and three women here. That they're, they're, they're lighting directors and video people. They won't. They don't even talk to me. They just look at me like, Ugh. you know, they they they're afraid of me. They, they think I'm crazy. I don't understand what's going on. I had a meeting yesterday, too, by the way. That went well. <sighs> Psycho Jones. Yeah, I got a little hot in the meeting. Oh, yeah. Seth was in the meeting. He's like, whoa, <laughs> calm down, pal. Yeah, easy, yeah. easy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I got a little hot. Yeah, it's okay, though. Not the bed. About stupid stuff. Yeah, about stupid stuff. Happens. Not, not, not even business. I just got mad at, at this guy. The whole nother, like, you're in a meeting with someone, you get mad at him. I just had, I can't, because the problem is I had a meeting right after the show, and I was in the gimmick clubhouse, and you know how I am after the show, I'm still in that mode. Oh, yeah. So it's it's hard, it's hard for me to, re, like, have a regular conversation with people, you know, task show mode, you know. I think we're on day um, 11 of no trending of the task show. We are not trending. I'm the only show that tells you when we're trending. I'm sorry, when we're not trending besides trending. But uh, Steven Seagal is trending for some reason. I don't know why. Maybe you can look into that, Dennis. I'm not sure why he's trending. Um, um, I'm not sure. We can look into it. We uh, will look into <laughs> the, uh, the caption. Let's see if you find this funny. Action star under siege for comments. Oh, is this about the national anthem? I believe so, but... Under Siege was one of his uh, one of his movies. I see. All Under Siege. There. WWE front row on the Twitter. New app works brilliantly. Yes, 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 yes. Absolutely, yes, absolutely, absolutely, yes, yes, yes. Absolutely. I'm so happy to hear that. So happy to hear that. Uh, Dennis, you get that information on Seagal. So what did he say? Um. Tr- People are more making fun of him right now. I'm trying to. Uh, Steven Seagal labels the protests outrageous, a joke, and disgusting as he defends President Trump. Uh, Not a good look for Stevie. 
just, it's just this whole thing is crazy. Everything's crazy, bro. Everything's crazy. Um, I'm trying to think. Oh, you know what I want to talk about when we come back for break? I want to get back on SmackDown, to be honest with you, because I just realized I didn't talk about it. I thought I did, and I didn't. I teased it, but I'll talk about it. So as I go to break, I'm going to let you guys know. I want to talk about this whole Rusev thing um, and why it was cool. And what they did last night, the Bulgarian Jones, there was something bad about it, but there was a lot of things good about it. Taz Show, I'll get into that in a little bit. Other side of break, sit tight. All right, we're back here. It's uh, Wednesday edition, Taz Show. Uh, I've been talking some SmackDown, some other stuff. Going to get into a little bit, talk about Rusev. Um, called a couple people on the phone. Minor interaction, a little bit uh, chatter with some folks on the Twitter. So, the Taz Show thing going on here. Try to get into some uh, sports chatter. A little bit more. Spitball, as I call it. But as I said to you guys, I was talking about uh, Rusev. So let me get into this here. So I thought it was interesting. Uh, I thought it was interesting yesterday that they did this this deal. The Bulgarian key to the city. I don't remember the name. I, I to be frank, I didn't pay like a huge attention to the gimmick of it, like the name of it, uh, just because it's just typical. It's it's silly, you know stuff whatever so i the bulgarian what was it if you get the name dennis just interrupt me and tell me yeah what was it called you know what it's called i think they were advertising it as rusev day well that's what it ended up being i think but there was some other name bulgarian something and then there was a guy uh an actor they had there acting an actor who was um bulgarian i guess speaking the language and he spoke he was bilingual spoke english he might have been trilingual i don't know the man but um uh, you know, he 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 kind of handed the key to the city and made it Rusev Day. He made it Rusev Day, which I thought that whole thing was good. The performance by Rusev was great. They had a podium for him. The performance by the actor was great, but the guy who stole the show was Aiden English. Plus, what they did, it was pretty cool. If you didn't see it, uh, they had Aiden English host it, like start it, and he was dressed in even like a nice suit or like a – he was actually wearing, I believe, if you get a picture of Aiden English from English last night, throw it up, uh, and if you could find anything. Uh, he was wearing what they call an ascot. Uh, Dennis, you're familiar with an ascot? Yes. Uh, Charles Woodson's been wearing one on um, Monday, NFL Countdown. The great uh, defensive back from the Raiders and the University of Michigan. Heisman Trophy winner. Yeah, I was going to get to that. I know my stuff, or as some say, I know my shit. Yeah, so um, Ascot Jones, so he's wearing an ascot and a suit, and he was great, meaning Aiden English. And then he sang, like, they didn't play Rusev's music. You didn't see it, right, Dennis? This thing, I did game? not. I also found, it's called the, uh, they called it the Pride of Bulgaria Ceremony. Ah, there it goes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So thank you. So, yeah, they did a thing, man, where he's Aiden English, starts singing like doing the national anthem for you know bulgaria it was hysterical and rusev just walking out with the flag smiling oh man it, it, you know it was it was very funny and uh i was just so happy fading english because he's when you're a wrestler 
and you're stuck in that slot where you're not a main eventer and you're trying to find who you are and you're hoping the company just, you know, sticks onto something you do. And they always seem on SmackDown to find something for Aiden English to do that's interesting or funny or entertaining. And this was just another thing. This was probably his best performance. It was very funny and it was excellent. Um, I was very happy for the guy. Uh, it was great. I did not expect him to be the guy hosting it and doing the singing gimmick, but it was it was tremendous. Um, I, I mean, it was so corny and quasi-bad that it was good, and I think they want it to be bad. You know what I mean? Like that type of thing. Um, campy. Is that the word? Campy? Is that what girls Campy say? works. Um, I, not seeing it, it kind of sounds fashion filies, like Not as bad as that. Those are bad. Um, <laughs> okay. And, and I like those guys, and that's supposed to be bad. I know that, but that's bad, bad. Like, But good, bad. This was just can't be bad, you know what I mean? Uh, and by the way, for some of you people that are like punching your Facebook account, you know, we're not live on Facebook right now. We might be live if we get things rolling uh, in about 20 minutes on Facebook Live or 25 minutes in the last segment. Maybe. We have to see. So, yeah, we're not live right now. So we're not trending and we're not live on Facebook. But we are live on the Radio.com app. And you all listen to the podcast version on iTunes. So that's great. Or maybe uh, wherever you're doing it. I don't know. There's a lot of options. I'm not going through them all right now. But all of this with the Bulgarian gimmick and the Rusev day, all was designed for an out-of-nowhere RKO by Randy Orton, which was on point. Well done. Great job by WWE with the camera shot. Uh, I You never saw Randy coming. Hey, announcers, you did a good job, and I guarantee you somebody told you three young bucks, be smart, watch your monitor, don't say nothing. Don't stooge off. Is that Randy Orton over there? And next thing you know, you see him in frame. Like, you know, they did the right thing, and the announcer didn't say anything. And here comes an RKO, boom, RKO, boom, on Rusev also, besides Aiden English. And it was shot perfectly. But see, I didn't know he was coming. I thought it was great. I forgot all about Randy Orton, and that's what they wanted you to do. So they did a good job with that, in my opinion. Um, I enjoyed it. It was a good segment. So, Dennis, make sure you watch that, too. I'm sure you're going to check it out later, right? It'll be all over it, right? I, uh, I, I usually get – if I'm going to a Yankee game, I'll DVR it, and I'll, I'll scan through the next day. So I'll be sure the Nakamura segment you said, and now I've got to watch this campy Aiden English Rusev Pride of Bulgaria ceremony. I mean, look, I don't want to exaggerate like it's the greatest thing you're ever going to see in your life. I mean, it, it, was, it was entertaining. That's I, all. I mean, it was – That's what I, I – there are times when I enjoy that stuff more than the actual wrestling, just from from an entertainment value. Like it, I enjoy the, those funny segments where, he, like, you know it's bad and you're laughing with them. Right. As long as it's good, though. Right. As long as it's good, bad. You know, then it's fine. You know. I mean, the the, the fashion files. I you know. I, I love I love them. They're really bad. I mean, they're really bad. And and sometimes I'm thinking this is like too bad, but I I like those two guys. Uh, Fandango and Tyler Breeze, I do. So I'm in their corner. I root for them. I hope they do great. Um, it's bad but good, you know. I gotta say, uh, this is a different type of bad. <laughs> All right, so let me get into a little. Uh, I, I, maybe I'll get back to SmackDown um, in, a, in a minute or two here. I want to get into a little sports stuff. I guess I gotta right. I mean, I, I I think it's something that people are talking about. A lot of stuff with the college basketball stuff is pretty heavy duty. Um, you know. Uh, so a little spitball on what's supposed. We got that fancy Dan open. We do. Boom. Nobody provides wrestling. 
wrestling insight quite like Tabs. But he's more than just a wrestling expert. He's breaking down the big game, the X's and O's, giving you the hardball analysis you won't find anywhere else. He's knocking it out of the park. Jeez, did you use enough cliches there? The Taz Show presents Spitballing with Sports. Just stick to wrestling. Indeed. All right, so let me roll with this here. All right, so for those that don't know, um, there's been a three-year... You pipe the music down, dude. It's cool. We don't need that. Uh, it's been a three-year uh, three-year, three-year FBI probe and in, in, in focus invest- investigation with people's phones, wiretapped, and all this stuff, meaning coaches, focused on coaches, college coaches, basketball, being paid uh, tens of thousands of dollars to, to steer NBA-bound like young players, recruits, high school players going to college, towards certain sports agents and financial advisors and stuff and certain apparel companies. Um, this is a big deal. I mean, um, some major colleges, like major university programs with basketball. Help me out, Dennis. I think Auburn, one of the assistant coaches from Auburn, right? I think that was one. I could have sworn Louisville Auburn, was in there. USC. USC. Um, USC. Hold on. I got, got it in the notes. Let me. Rob, I, I that's one of something with uh, the, 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 Arizona, which is a big time basketball program. Oklahoma Absolutely. State, um, and then Louisville's in. Rick Pitino's career is basically finished. Well, I mean, that, and he commented on this, this, and this guy's had nothing but issues as a coach, and he, he should just keep his mouth shut, to be honest. <laughs> right or wrong? I mean, well, they, I know. was I was looking yesterday when when all the stuff came out in the afternoon, and it was like. The, the Louisville, whatever they, the press releases they put out, the Louisville, they were already on probation for the, uh, the prostitute scandal. I know. And then the guys were like, go, we need to, if we're going to do this, we need to be really careful because we're already in trouble. It's like, guys, at some point, <laughs> stop doubling down. Like, learn your That's lesson. Just dumb. That's just dumb. I mean, look, there's obviously huge money in college basketball, huge money, and you know, there's always been look. This is there's a topic that's been gone on gone on for years, and it'll, it won't stop. What should college athletes be paid, especially college athletes that are drawing big money and big houses, like college football players and college basketball players? Um, I would say arguably those are the two biggest, most mass money producing sports for universities uh, across the United States. I would say just about. I mean, wouldn't you say that's fair to say, right? Basketball, football. Oh, without, without a doubt. Yeah. So, um, you know, I, I, look, that's a whole other topic. Should the athletes be paid, the, the young athletes in college? I mean, a part of me says absolutely. I mean, <laughs> because people are making money off their likeness or for them. You can go in, in a bookstore in any college campus and see the top college football player or basketball player and see his jersey hanging up, but his name's not on it, but his jersey number's on it. Like, you know, you're making money with this guy. This guy's not getting royalties. He's not getting money from that. And a lot of these kids in, in basketball, for argument's sake, a lot of these kids are from inner city uh, programs and, and towns across the United States that are not making a lot of money. Their families are not making a lot of money. So obviously they need the full ride. They need the full scholarship. And they're also, not just that, but any monies they can make, they need um, for their family at the end of the day. Uh, and sometimes they can't wait until they get to the NBA or the NFL and wait four years or three years. You know what I mean? Um, but these 
coaches and and what they've done and 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 they're busted red-handed right or wrong they were busted straight up right oh i mean a three-year investigation by the fbi you're you're in some serious trouble yeah it's building a case jones you're a video issue frozen jones right <laughs> i was, I was gonna hop in but i thought i knew you were gonna fight through it are we good Ant, do we need to uh, hit a break you gotta fix something or you want me to keep rolling it I don't want to do something here. You want to give me a five really quick just so I can see? Yeah, we'll go to break. No problem. We'll go to break. I'll pick up my thought. We'll just take an odd break at an odd spot. It's no problem. <laughs> we'll do that. No, we have to, right? We got a tech issue. I mean, it's the way it goes. I mean, sorry. If you it's, listen it's, to the podcast. It's good, for, it's good right now. I thought he said he wanted five minutes. Hold on. Hold on. Go, go ahead. Ed. No, no. I was asking just to give me a five count, but you're good. The audio is <laughs> fine. <laughs> We're literally going to do behind-the-scenes stuff on air. Unbelievable. Yeah, it's just flawless. Uh, <laughs> anyway, anyway, anyway. Yeah, you heard about all the stuff with the coaches, right? The college coaches? Yeah, and I, I was telling Dennis before, because I am a big St. John's basketball fan, and it always – not saying that every recruit that didn't come to St. John's was, you know, getting paid, but it just – it's a little bit more insightful now to why all these New York basketball players – which are so great, don't want to stay here. And I think this is like opens up a little bit into that, that they obviously were getting some kind of incentive to leave. Yeah, I don't think it's so much, I don't know, I think you just said getting paid. I don't think they're getting paid. I don't think that's as, as blatant as that, you know. Uh, that's not what's going on here. I don't think so. I, from what I read and heard, right, that's not what's happening. It's not that they're getting paid. They're steering people. The co- no, I'm talking about the players, the kids. Oh, yeah. Well, paid is the wrong word. That was the wrong terminology. But they were steering them incentive-wise, you know, uh, right. to go to these schools certain for certain reasons. Companies and stuff like that. Yeah. And it's also me just being a fed-up St. John's fan. <laughs> yeah. No, I hear you. Well, um, we'll see how this thing shakes out. We're not even – I mean, when basketball, college basketball season starts right like um, – or the NBA starts in October. When's that college? Sometime in October, college basketball? Uh, college basketball starting? soon. I know opening night is is uh, for NBA is Halloween. Oh, okay. okay um, college okay. basketball will probably be they they do all those right um, around the same time. Yeah, yeah, they do all those tournaments in like the Bahamas mm. and like all the nice spots. Shifting gears, uh, the New York Giants co-owner John Mara said on Tuesday the team will address OBJ Odell Beckham's uh, dog urination touchdown celebration. It'll be in-house, behind the scenes, on the kayfabe. That's exactly what Mr. Myers said. He goes, this will be done on the kayfabe. He's speaking calmly now. Um, and that they are unhappy, meaning the Giants, with uh, the wide receiver. Hello? When are you guys going to realize the kid's a bit of a, you know, a little bit of a schmuck? I mean, he does stuff like this. You know, he, he, this is what he does. He's trying to be controversial and trying to be, you know, but when he... Is dropping balls that are thrown to his gut, and when he is not doing great, you hear nothing from this kid. He's it's quiet as a mouse. But once he scores a touchdown, he acts like it's his first touchdown he's ever scored in his life. Don't get me wrong; the guy's an amazing athlete. He's got uh, amazing skill, but I don't think he's a great wide receiver. I got mad at you, Dennis, as a Giant fan. I think you put him in that same realm as who'd you say he was great as Michael Irvin? No, who'd you say? I currently he it's in whatever order you want to put him in. Uh, Antonio Brown, Julio Jones, and Odell. 
bullshit, bullshit. You are bullshit. That's not what you said. I said those other two guys. You're just you're hacking me. No. Right to my face on my show. Not you are. No, you said those guys were head and shoulders better, and I I said that Odell's in that discussion as one of the top three receivers. I get a feeling Anthony wants to say something about this. I really have a feeling he wants to say something in support of me, by the way. And what's up? What's going on? Yeah, I I uh I don't. It's tough with him because he's so good, but it's like how much of the Giants no, no, put no, up no, for? no, no. What did Ed, What did Dennis say? Didn't Dennis say yesterday, the day before, how great Old Old Beckham is? And I ripped him and said, "Well, Antonio Brown, uh, you know, uh, uh, Julio Jones, they blown." But and now this guy here, Dennis is trying to say what I said. Yeah, he. I don't know what I. I don't remember his exact words. I do remember him saying that he was top three yesterday. He called him great. You're wrong. He's wrong too. You're both wrong. He's not in the top three. He's not. Oh, I, he's I not. wasn't agreeing. He's not. He's not. He's not. He's not. I'm sorry. He's not. He's not. He, he, he don't catch enough balls, dude. He's, he's not. The, he's the uh, fastest to 300 yeah, receptions. Me up. Excuse me. He's the fastest receiver to 300 receptions. That's catching plenty of balls. Yeah, but oh, he, no, no, what no, about no, big time situations? So he is not a. Cl- you look at him as a clutch guy. No, clutch is a different animal. You need wide receivers to win games that are clutch, homeboy. This guy's not clutch. Being this, clutch and being not. a great receiver, A-Rod was a phenomenal baseball player, wasn't clutch. I like A-Rod. You're right, though. He wasn't clutch. No, I don't know why you're bringing up A-Rod, but I, I like well, A-Rod. Uh, gonna... you, being clutch doesn't necessarily – it just means, I mean, you're not great in the big moments. That doesn't mean he's not great. Like, you know, he had two touchdowns Sunday. He's got... Let me get this straight. Let me get this straight. Hold on. Are you telling me being clutch is not part of being great? If you, in my eyes, if you have the clutch gene or whatever, however you want to word that, that makes you elite. I think Odell is great. Elite's a, a, the the like Hall of Fame, like the Michael Irvins. Oh. It's it's that extra inch. You need to be clutch. Every I, level look, I would love for him to be clutch. He's not. And he's not gonna be. But he's great. Okay. You got Brandon Marshall saying in a in, in an interview in a locker room at, at the end of practice yesterday, I think it was, he said flat out, Well, Odell's our best player. He's our best player. Okay. Well, that's a whole nother topic. What is best player? To me, best player is a complete overview of a bunch of different intangibles. Obviously ability, obviously skill, obviously being clutch, obviously being a team player. Obviously, being supportive of your team when they're down or up, and 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 being a winner. I mean, you know, those are all the old overviews of being a great player, uh, or best player. I mean, this guy is not. He's just not. He's just he's overrated because he's got crazy hands and he can make crazy catches, but he can't catch. I don't want to lock him in that he can't catch a ball thrown right to him because that's an exaggeration. He can, but a lot of times in games, correct me if I'm wrong, Mr. Giant fan. This guy has dropped balls that that Eli put right in his hands. He he's been known to drop some passes, yes, but in the at the same at the same time, uh, Terrell Owens had issues issues with Ants. Tra- it's now it's arguing with me in my ear. <laughs> um, To had issues with drops. Uh, I mean, he's still a phenomenal receiver. Odell. The problem with Odell is he's such a head case that it, it takes away from. It. Like, if he just kept his mouth shut and the, the the product on the field spoke for itself and he was making these incredible catches, 
nobody would say anything about his drops, but because he he wants to do the okay. typical receiver, like, look at me, look at me. Okay, let me talk to you now, Mr. High School Athlete. Okay. okay. So you said the word if, if he did this. If my aunt had balls, she'd be my uncle. Ah, uh, yeah. And she'd probably be a nice so guy. If, if doesn't mean anything. If is, well, if my quarterback of the team I root for didn't throw that interception, we would have won. Yeah, but he did. If Eldo Beckham didn't act like such a buffoon, this would be great. Well, that's who he is, Dennis. He he can't help himself. I agree. This is who he is. But that's why the the spotlight gets shined on him because he brings this negative attention. It, I'm, I'm with you there. That's why he's not good for a team. T.O. did the same thing. A lot of these guys did. I, I think T.O. was a better player than this guy. I do. Um, I think I really do. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to disagree with that because T.O. had longevity. I mean, Odell's only what? It's like he's fourth year in the league. Young. He's still got young guy. He's still got time to figure it out. I mean, it doesn't look like he's gonna because I mean, if you're a head case this early, it's just going to go down about, the wrong see, I, road. A lot, of, a lot of a lot of sportscasters say, "Doc Matt Jones." <laughs> a lot of sport, a lot of sportscasters say the same thing. What you just said, they say that. Um, you know, he's he's not going to get it. If he didn't get it by now, meaning Odell, he's going to always act like a buffoon and act like uh, it's all about him. I disagree. I think he is young. I think he has time to mature as long as he can hopefully stay healthy as a player and have longevity like a lot of you know great receivers have. You know, I think he will figure it out. I think that him doing that stupid antics he did with, with the field goal net last year was almost on well, same level of the urination thing. So maybe he didn't learn nothing in one year. But um, I, I would hope by next year he learns. We'll see. You know, what, what has to happen is they got to bench him. You know, they're not going to wow. do that. They got to bench him. I mean, you got to go old school. Do this shit in high school. You're getting benched. I mean, I, I know my high school coach and my college coach, if you were the best player on the team, the way those two guys were, if you act like an idiot, you got benched. You know, if you did something wrong or you were failing or whatever, you know, uh, there's no special treatment. So, well, they don't want to lose. They're not going to bench Odell. I'm sure they're not going to bench him, but they should bench him. For the owner, for this guy Mara and his family history with the Giants and the great football uh, legacy of the New York Giants and the Mara family, for him to go public and say they're not happy with him and he's going to deal with him in-house, dude, I mean, I, look – they could find them, sure. It's a financial thing. They could do that. Now, uh, maybe maybe where I'm wrong is if they're saying in house benching him is not in house. That's a pub. That's then everyone's going to know. Right. I bench. I wouldn't. Uh, to be honest with you, I I'd bench him for a game. I would. I would say if we're going to lose, we're going to lose. It's not exactly like the guys helping me win. Fuck it. You know, I I would I would get on the sideline, wear a giant sweatsuit, New York Giant sweatsuit or a t-shirt or whatever, and a cap. And you're not playing. Keep your gear in the locker. You ain't you ain't playing. I'd have practice all week, and then come game day, bench him. Send a message. That's what I do. McAdoo, McAdooish. No, maybe he'll go up to him and say, it. but you know, McAdoo buried um, Eli Manning publicly, but he baby faced Beckham. Why? I, I think a little of it has to do with Eli. Eli can handle it. I'm, I'm not worried about Eli's uh, mental toughness, his resolve. He's, well, he's going to wrap it up in a couple of weeks. Yeah, yeah, he's got about three weeks left, and then he's done for his career. Um, and o Odell's just—I don't—I th think if McAdoo criticized 
Odell publicly, I think Odell would have a meltdown. I think he would he'd panic, he'd he'd start playing poorly, he'd start blaming and especially in the New York media, obviously that everything gets the littlest thing gets blown out of proportion, especially with Odell. I think he would be he would just he's already off the rails. The whole train would just blow up. I don't know what what's worse than off the rails, but that's what would happen with him if if McAdoo criticized him publicly. Well, I think that um I think what has to happen is he's got to he's got to be humbled that this kid and and that's that's going to be it's tough to humble multimillionaires that are 24 mm-hmm. 20, how old is he 25 I think he's 20 yeah I'll look it up right now Top Jabba Jones Twitter while you're doing that he says if Beckham had a quarter of the work ethic of Antonio Brown or Julio he would be a stud also Beckham uh Beckham's uh quarterback sucks yeah, but again, you know, uh, you use the word if, Top Jabba Jones, if, 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 you know, um, there's no ifs, right? It's got to happen. I, I get your point, Top of Jabba Jones. I do get your point on it. You know what I mean? Um, See, I don't, I, I don't think I don't, that's fair. Like questioning his work ethic, his work ethic's there. Like you can't question that. It's it, he's a head case, and he, and the off the the anti, the touchdown antics, the. He's just right. He You're just right. does dumb it's, it's, stuff. It's not a work ethic. You're right. Hold on, let me interrupt you. But it's one word to describe him. If I had to describe him as a former player, uh, not at that level, but I coached football at high school level. Oh, perfect time to freeze. We, we can't hear you. You froze. Well, who are you? You can interrupt me. Oh, sorry. Um, <laughs> I, I said perfect time to freeze. You're right about to make your point. My point is, one word to describe OD, OBJ, Odell Beckham, it's undisciplined, man. He's just undisciplined. And uh, the Kingsman on uh, the Twitter, OBJ isn't even top five. I agree. AJ Green is way above Odell uh, and is a model player. I got to wear my glasses. And on and off the field. And he's right. And he makes a good point, Kingsman. He's right. People cool. have opinions here. People have opinions and you as a Giant fan, you need to realize you're wrong and your team is rough right now. You made fun of the Jets. You called them a JV team. And stand this by is your that. comma. This is your comma. This is your comma. And your quarterback is going to retire in two to three weeks. So that's where we are right here. This whole thing. So I'm just letting you know. I got to go to break here. Um, also, break the tag show. Keep flowing through. Uh, we might be on Facebook Live. We might not. How's that for a hook? Tash Show, sit tight. All right. Uh, we are back live. Fourth quarter city. Right here at Tash Show. On the new and approved radio.com app live, you're listening there, or maybe you're checking out some of the on demand content daily, which is given there at radio.com on the app or at tashow.com. And right now, we're also on Facebook at Facebook, uh, Facebook, check, check, check. Facebook.com slash the Taz Show. My bad. So we are up for Jets Live on Facebook right now for this last segment of the show. I've been talking a little football. Talk some SmackDown for a while earlier. Did a little 205 chatter. Even though I didn't see 205, some of the great calls of the Taz show were giving some input and insight. I got to wear my uh, my glasses here. 
my uh, cheaters. I'm like an old geezer shit. Don't disrespect any old geezers out there. But uh, I, I told you guys, I'm sure to show you. I, earlier, I said I got the eye something in my eye. Dennis kind of jinxed me. And I woke up this morning with like some kind of thing in my eye, and I showered, driving this and that, and I can't get it out of my eye. It's driving me freaking crazy. It's annoying as shit, to be frank. So that's the deal. Looking at some of the jobbers on Facebook. Uh, Eric Whipsel, share the show. That's right, Eric. EW, you're damn right. Mike Taylor, good moment. Good moment, Mike. Yes. Hello. Uh, we got somebody else says, uh, what do we got here? Uh, hmm. uh, la, 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 la. Oh, yes. Old Man Jones, Casey Menth said, thank you. Uh, good moment, Dr. Taz from Shane Scott. He's a UK fella. He speaks the UK. That's what he does. So that's the deal. Uh, so I was talking some football. I was talking that for sure. I wasn't done with some spitball. Oh, I also covered the um, NCAA coaches, the college coaches, basketball coaches. That situation was funky. So we talked about that. There's some other football stuff I wanted to get to. Again, some uh, old Beckham stuff where I told you a lot of stuff on that, and Dennis gave his perspective as a Giant fan, and he's delusional. Um, a fan, actually, Dennis, uh, on Twitter, before I move on from the Beckham stuff, Ah, I want to give this guy credit. I was just—I saw it on Twitter um, while we were in break. I apologize. I should have should have tagged it. Oh, bodacious Huey Jones uh, at Dan uh, Lemley. He said, "I would take Jordy Nelson over that." He's right. I agree with you on that. Totally. Jordy Nelson yeah. is yeah. good because of Aaron Rodgers. Oh God. That, okay. That's like saying every receiver on the patch is good because of Tom Brady, right? That 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 that's not true. <laughs> that, that, that dude, you're such a delusional Giant fan, dude. Your 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 head is up your ass, and that's an uncomfortable spot to be if you're your your head, you know. So both are large, so I can fit. They fits pretty seamlessly. But Aaron Rodgers is the best quarterback in the league. He's obviously going to make his his receivers I, better. I, I, uh, Tom Brady's the best quarterback in the league, okay. and I hate to admit that. And you'll never probably hear me say that again. But he is the best yeah, quarterback. Entrapment, I got you. He did get me, but but he is the best quarterback in the league. The sh- freaking guy up in New England, I hate him. Um, but Rodgers is not too shabby himself. Don't get me wrong. But look, at, you put Jordy Nelson on any team, he's gonna he's gonna stand out. He's a, he's a tremendous receiver, and he's better than Beckham. He is. He's better than. I dare say. I can't right. sign off on that at all. You don't have to. You don't have to. You don't have to. You don't have to do shit, Dennis. How's that? Okay? You don't have to do shit. Okay? I've right. never had a guy with four eyes talk to you like that, huh? You actually, you look distinguished. I am distinguished, motherfucker. That's what I am. Okay? <laughs> I am distinguished. You know what uh... I mean? Running around and... Run to the fancy restaurants. So I, I dress with glasses. You know, it's kind of my thing. Um, also, in the uh, football chatter, uh, some things in this as far as spitballing with sports. Eagles sign running back Kenyon Bonner to a one-year deal after Darren Sproles, who I just threw off my fantasy team, was announced out for the year with an unfortunate ACL tear. So hopefully Sproles gets better. I remember Sproles when he was in college. I think he went to Kansas State. K-State, as they called didn't he? Correct. He uh, yeah, he ripped up Oklahoma cool. in the Big 12 title game. 
I remember him, dude. I think he was he was playing. He was on the field at K State, probably as a sophomore, definitely as a junior, returning kicks and stuff. The guy was unbelievable. He did, he did everything. Uh, the man, and he's only about five six. You know, he's really a, not a big dude. But uh, anyway, so hopefully he gets better. I had to throw him off my team now because it just yeah, there's no point. So Andrew Jones, thanks for coming. Uh, speaking of the Eagles, quarterback Carson Wentz told rookie kicker Jake Elliott that Wentz would give Elliott his paycheck for the week if he won the game against the Giants. Now, that's competitive. I like that. I like the Carson Wentz. I like that. You challenge your kicker, you put it on him, and you pay the bitch off. I like it. Good stuff. You need more of that. You need more of that. Okay? Speaking of the Packers and Aaron Rodgers, he is encouraging fans to link arms during the National Anthem to show support for the players. So, um, I talked about this the other day. I'm not going to get into it again. People are still talking in the media about, especially with sports coverage, about uh, players and the National Anthem and the NFL and and uh, it's segueing into other sports. I think LeBron James had something to say, too. Does anybody there know what, what LeBron said? He said something, didn't he? Uh, he spoke. I don't know. I don't know exactly what he said. Um... Thanks. Uh, I think he said he would support or obviously support. I can't remember either. Um, Ant, do you know? He spoke. Well, he had set out like a bunch of social media posts after Trump's comments. Uh, basically calling, you know, he called the president a bum. And right. he basically said it was more about the Steph Curry stuff than it was about the national anthem. He did speak yesterday. I didn't get to see that in entirety, but the, the clips they showed were more about uh, his tweets towards Trump and the Steph Curry stuff about the Warriors not visiting the White House. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you know, it's it's a shame. As, as Look, the message that these players, remember, it started with Colin Kaepernick and the message he was trying to send out um, as long as that doesn't get lost in translation here, and it's it's not really just about people not standing for the national anthem. I, I think that the message these guys, these players, are putting out is bigger than that and different than that. Not, no disrespect to our national anthem, but it, there's a lot more to it than that. So, again, I covered this on Monday. I'm not going to get into it again. There's a plethora of coverage of this all over the TV, the radio, podcasting. So, I, you know... Uh, I just wanted to touch on it just because Roger said that uh, about the fans now getting involved if they want to, and he's suggesting it. So I just wanted to add that. I'm glad you said that because that gets lost in this whole thing. It's the message of yep. the original reason why this happened. Yeah, exactly. And and that's uh, no matter who believes it or doesn't, uh, Colin Kaepernick's message, I believe, was was basically geared towards uh, equal rights in the country and and uh, uh, you know any any forms of police brutality and 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 so on and so forth. And am I missed? I'm sorry, I'm missing. I think I'm missing one thing that he uh, in regards to his message. And I was not. I was one of the guys that that spoke out. I didn't agree with Kaepernick doing that. I just I didn't agree with it. I'm, uh, and like I said the other day, I'm not an African American get a man. Um, I've you know never been a part of any kind of racial profiling. So uh, I. But I had to give my opinion as someone that was doing a show, and when Kaepernick was doing that last year, or anybody, uh, I just I look at it a little bit different than some some. No, I shouldn't say. It. Let me back that up. I I look at it like it's uh, it's about respect for men and women in, in the armed forces who ha have lost their lives for our freedoms and safeties and are currently in the middle of this. 
Um, but I understand the message is it's not a, it's not that these players or anybody who doesn't stand for national anthem. Their goal is not to be disrespectful towards our country or the military. That that's what I think is starting to come out now. Which is I think we all knew that, but you know things get lost in translation. It's just it's it's a really just a real funky time right now in our country. It's just oh, the dude just needs to stop tweeting. To be frank, <laughs> fucking unbelievable. Agree. That's the answer. Just stop. Just fucking stop. And now you're gonna give the guy 280. Holy shit. Sad. Good lord. Good lord. It's incredible that you know he's the president. And he's got all these people around him, and nobody's just like, yeah, Donald. I don't might want to hold I off on this one. I think it's more they're probably just afraid they don't want to get you know fired or canned or get heat with them. So. I've been around some big bosses where he's surrounded around yes men and yes women. And I assume uh, the president is the same way. He's surrounded around yes men and yes women. I've seen this to a lesser degree. (laughs) I've seen a lot of yes men, a lot of yes men. Trust me. Um, When they have the power of the pen and the power of the big wallet and the big money, they get the power of sycophants, people who just agree with everything they say that are around them, and they don't tell them this is wrong, you know. Again, uh, it's a whole nother topic, obviously. Um, I do know a little bit that I think Ray Lewis and was it, Shannon Sharp? Yeah, they've been going back. Yeah, they're good friends, too, but Shannon Sharp said on one of the shows at NFL, I don't remember which show, was he worked for Fox or CBS, Shannon Sharp? Former Denver Bronco, now that was a receiver. Okay, now that guy, was he a great receiver? Uh, probably the one of the, if not the best, him yeah. or Tony Gonzalez are the two best tight ends of all time. Yeah, in regards to receiving the ball, I know he's a tight end, sir. No, I, I understand know that. that. But he's a receiver. Ant, tight wants, ends Ant wants to know that's his favorite player of all time. That's great. Nobody cares. Um, so, um, right now he's like, damn, that's a fucking bastard, fucking asshole. That was actually verbatim. Ray Lewis, uh, I guess Shannon Sharp said something about Ray Lewis. Do we have any? Can you get sound on this before we wrap this show up? I don't have any sound on this. Uh, no heads up, Jones. Um, <laughs> Shannon Sharp uh, said something along the lines of um, where Ray, and uh, and uh, where Ray Lewis, his friend, in the recent past with the Colin Kaepernick deal, said something along the lines of he would not take a knee. He just wouldn't do that out of respect for the military. And that uh, Ray Lewis, who is one of my favorite football players of all time, by the way, um, Ray Lewis also has done so much with the police force, uh, the police in Baltimore, in a positive way. And he uses his star power and his money and his fame to help uh, you know, uh, uh, inner city kids and, and work the police force and work with the military. So Ray Lewis does this. Um, so he said when Kaepernick did what he did. Um, I, I didn't hear what Ray Lewis said. This was, I guess, last year. He, I mean, he must have made a statement that he would not take a knee out of respect for the, the country and the military and all this jazz. And now, I think on Sunday, when the Ravens, uh, where were they playing? They were playing in the UK, the Ravens? Yeah, they played, uh, they got waxed by the Jaguars. And I think Ray Lewis was with the Raven players, right? Uh, his former team. And he took not one knee, but two knees. And uh, but Ray Lewis said he was praying. Like I don't know, it was a little strange. And, and Shannon Sharp nicely called him out on this. 
I, I'm caught. I think I got the story right. Right? Does this all sound right? Yeah, I have. I have the audio. It's seven minutes long, so we might have go to scrub through it. Man, go full to me. Go, go full to me. Full, 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 full. <laughs> oh yeah, Gif Jones, Gif Jones. There it is. Send that to Tom Phillips. Uh, send that to all the announcers, all the color commentators. Uh. Tag them all. Send it to them. Uh, I digress. Uh, sorry, we were saying Dennis. Repeat what you were saying. Uh, I Papa, I have. Hey, bro, 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 with the glasses on, he makes it. It does. <laughs> It was like a PSA, like uh, the old, what was it, The More You Know, it had the, the shooting star. Pez, the hardest part of the ring. <laughs> uh, did I get the Ray Lewis Shannon Sharp story right? I think I did, right? I think I, 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 I didn't hear the comments. I heard Shannon Sharp's comments, and I heard a little bit of Ray Lewis's rebut. But um, Ray was hot. He was mad. He goes, yo, bro, you got my phone number. What are you punking me out on the air for? Like, basically, that's what he said. Call me. You know, why are you saying that? And what Ray Lewis said, he said um, basically that he was praying. And I, I don't know. The whole thing looks a little, uh, I don't know. Did I get the story right for the fifth fucking time, Dennis? Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's... Christ. Yes. Thanks. Nailed it. Upset. I got a upset. Uh, was that Austin? I really like the glasses on Taz. Fire. This is a distinguished man. I mean, this is what I am, you know. Uh, <sighs> Tim Floyd, Taz, did you take a knee yet? No, there'll be no knees for me. I'm not. That's just, I, I look at it differently. So I'm not. I, hey, look, I, people have their rights and freedoms to do what they want. I personally would not, you know, that wouldn't be me. Um, Chris Nicastro, talk Enzo, all caps. He gets it. My man gets it. Thank you. Matt Sims puts a bunch of American flags uh, emojis. Well done. Got it. So anyway, uh, Russell Romano. Good moment, gentlemen. He must be talking to just me. So that's the deal. Uh, do you have any set? You don't have you, too, no, not enough time to get the sound done. What's his name, right? Shannon Sharp? Or, no, or I Ray have Lewis? it. It's it's a seven-minute clip, so I might have to scrub through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But well, can... Okay. Yes, you do that, and then we'll, we'll rock and roll on it. Um, I'd like to uh, hear some. What's up? Never mind. Copyright issues. Um, oh, oh, we, oh, oh. We're we're one network. They're another. Uh, they don't like us very much. I hear you. Uh, while while you're looking for that, um, the Yankees, uh, Dennis's Yankees, um, six to one victory. They uh, locked themselves in clinch the right to host a wild card game to the, to at home, I should say. Um, if they cannot catch the Red Sox in the American League East. So congrats to your Yankees, uh, Dennis, and anybody else's Yankee fan out there. I'm rooting for you guys. Go get them. I, I, I'd like to see the Yankees and the Dodgers in the World Series, and I'm going to have to root for Brooklyn in this one. So, <laughs> in New York. Is Put right. the glasses on, all of a sudden you're a time traveler. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, I, w- I would love to see um, – I do not want to see the Red Sox in it. I, I, I want to see the Yankees in it. I do. I mean, I know – but you're a Mets fan. You root for the Yankees. Exact fucking league. Okay? Yeah, exactly. Okay? I am a Mets fan. Die hard. But are you die hard if you root for the Yankees? If I'm not considered die hard because I'm rooting for the Yankees to go all the way, then I'm not die hard. How about that? Okay? Anthony, I know you're on a different page than me. You are a Mets fan. I got attacked, beaten, and floggled up upon the chest, neck, and head area 
by Moose, that bum, when he was in my studio with Dennis because I said this about uh, the Yankees. I'd root for them. And how could you do that? You're a Mets fan. You can't do that. I can do whatever I want. Okay? Anything I want. And you're a Mets fan. You're not rooting for the Yankees, though. I'm not rooting against the Yankees, but I I want to see the Dodgers and the Astros play or the Dodgers and the Indians. But if the Yankees made it, I would be rooting for them because it'd be cool to see like a young team like that win. Yeah, no one expect. Look, I remember when the season started, everybody was walking around Manhattan wearing fucking Met hats. I am and was too. I'm a Met fan. I still wear them. When we losing, I'm wearing them. But now Manhattan, you don't see anybody wearing Met hats. They're all running around with freaking Yankee hats on. Front-running pricks. They keep in their office or in their apartment or their condo a Met hat and a Yankee hat. Who's winning now, Jane? I don't know, Bob. Put the Yankees on. They're winning. Put that hat on, you front-running shit. Okay? Have some pride. You know what I mean? (laughs) Sorry. So I feel like as a New Yorker, I will root for the Yankees. I have no knock on them at all. Russell Romano uh, said, the whole Dolph Ziggler thing is pretty annoying every week. A Taz with two Zs. Why, Russell, you respond my name with two Zs. I don't use that. That's WWE owns that. What are your thoughts on the whole Dolph Ziggler thing? I will answer you, Russell. Um, completely shifting gears on the NFL stuff to get to the Dolph thing. Um, I did not talk about this yet, so I'm glad he brought it up. And we're almost ready to wrap the show, but I have time to discuss this. So for those that didn't see, last night we saw um, we saw uh, and um, Enzo almost said um, Dolph come out and do the normal things he's been doing, making fun of people's entrances, and and saying how this is not what it's about. You people all love you people all love the entrances and 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 the overhyped of wrestlers with these entrances. So last night he came out and did the Undertaker. Now this was the crazy thing with the Undertaker entrance. I hear a gong hit. I'm watching the TV, and the place, they were in Arizona, I think. They popped, but it wasn't like a huge pop. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> Maybe people realized it wasn't going to be Undertaker, but the, the pop did not resonate on TV at all, if there was a pop. It sounded quiet. And who really made a big mistake were the announcers. <laughs> you want to hear a mistake on how not to announce Go back and watch the Dolph Ziggler segment with him as The Undertaker. The gong hits, the music hits, it's dark, the smoke, the whole thing, and the announcers did not get sucked in. It was, they got sucked in slightly and badly. It was like, oh, wait, is this the, oh, wait, can't be. But that, it was like no energy. That's got to be like, whoa, wait, Cole, Cole no, no. Cash, you don't think so? No, no way, can't be. No, no. Get sucked into the fucking story, bro. Free you guys. Instead of protecting yourselves out there, not to look like idiots. Get sucked in a little bit. Get sucked in work. Get worked. Because when you get work, you work the audience. Sure, the hardcore fans know it's not The Undertaker. And maybe some casual fans do too. It's entertainment. Get sucked in. Damn it, that pissed me off. And then you get some of them, uh, I think it was Corey, one of the guys, and, and Saxton saying nothing because they want to protect themselves. They don't want to get nobody on the internet, on Twitter, burying them. How, how could you think it's going to take you, dumbass? How could you? They don't want to deal with that. I'm just, I'm talking to real. This is the shit you will not hear on Dancing on the Table. This ain't happening. 
right here. This is the type of shit right here. This is real talk right here. Okay, real talk. See the hands? Fucking hands. See that, Dennis? <laughs> you look like uh, Luis Soho when he used to coach third for the Yankees. Send him home, Soho. <laughs> like my boy Joe Mafatano. You don't know him. I do not. He's the windmill Jones on third. Come on! The kid's like six <laughs> years old. He's running the score up 90 to nothing. Like, yo, we got to win. All right, bro, I got it. You got to relax. You're going to blow your shoulder out. Six, you know? Rotator cuff surgery, coaching Little League. What are we doing? So, no, he's a good coach. He's a good guy. So, uh, uh, he's my paisano. Paisano. Uh, so, um, what do you call it? Uh, yeah, you got to get sucked in the story, guys. You, you got to get sucked in. You can't. And, and then I have no problem. Once Dolph, as taker, was down at the bottom of the ramp, now where you could see it's not the Undertaker. And of course, you got to get sucked in, though. But you could see it's not. I have no problem with Corey saying that. That's not him. Phillips, that's not. Un- that's, what, that's what you should do. I like that Corey did that. But earlier, the way they acted, the little bit they reacted that it could be the Taker, Undertaker, sucked. It, it just sucked. Go back and watch or listen or think about what I'm saying to you if you watched it. it there was no real emotion from the announcers at all. You got to get sucked in. When you hear that gong and it gets dark, the first thing if you got to hear from the announcers, no way. What? And then let the music, wait a minute. You don't have to scream and talk all over the entrance, but you got to react and get sucked in so you get worked. Me as an audience member, I get worked. Work me. It's a work. Don't worry about protecting your credibility on the internet, on Twitter. Stop. You're getting paid to be a, an entertainer and guide the audience. Guide them to believe it's The Undertaker. This is probably why I will not get hired to work with the announcers in any wrestling company. These might be the reasons. Tough coaching Joe. You get this, Dennis? I mean, it's the right call, though. Why, like, why? It's the right, it is the right call. It is. They can't take a little constructive now, criticism? Uh, yeah, I, I attacked. I mean, yesterday, I gave some constructive criticism to Mike Johnson. You see how upset he got. You know, I said, look, sir, please don't give me a SmackDown preview. That's not news. You're supposed to be a news guy. Please give me news. And I screamed and cursed, and he got a little offended. So all he wanted I, was all he wanted I, was for you to sing "Happy Birthday" to him. That was it. Care about his birthday. I doubt that the SmackDown announced team will be annou- uh, will be uh, inviting me to do any guest commentary with them. Uh, if I do, I will bury them on the air. So um, that's the deal. Now, also back to this thing with, with Dolph Ziggler. Um, we're already in fifth quarter. One minute in, Deep Jones. So here's the thing. Some people hate the fact that Dolph was doing all this entrance stuff. They still hate it. It's done. He's done with it. The reason why they did it was very good. It was to get into an angle with Bobby Roode because Bobby has the most elaborate entrance. So this was very smart booking by the WWE. They knew the story arc. They booked the story arc, wrote the story arc. And the story arc, before they came up, whoever's idea this was, maybe it was Dolph, maybe it was the writers, maybe it was Vince, Triple H, Stephanie, whoever's idea it was, good job. It was a good idea. To, and I'm I'm signing up big time, kids, and I'm telling you to sign up to watch Dolph Ziggler and Bobby Roode steal the fucking show. And these guys will. They will steal the show. I guarantee it. Steal it. Guarantee. 
Um, these two guys are tremendous in the ring. Um, they will play off each other perfectly on the microphone and as workers. This will be a tremendous, tremendous. This is the match you do not want to have to follow if you're a wrestler. You don't want to follow these two guys because they're really that friggin' good. So this will be great stuff. Um, um, I think it's great. I think excellent job with the booking. I love it. I strongly doubt you're going to stop. You'll stop seeing now the the Dolph Ziggler doing it, the uh, entrances and stuff. Um, I didn't have. I really didn't have a big problem with it. Uh, I, I knew they were getting somewhere with it, um, and that somewhere was last night. So uh, I thought it was good. All right, do you you, know, you want to play that sound before I wrap the show up on Shannon Sharp, or we'll do it tomorrow? <laughs> we can't. I, because... I, don't do I don't care if we ever do it. How about that? We're not allowed to. Okay, so we're not going to do it then. That's not because they don't want us to, because we don't want to. How about that? Okay. Okay. Okay, thanks, Dennis. All right, so uh, that's it. Well, I appreciate you guys joining the show. Thank you for interacting on the Twitter, on the phones, obviously on the Facebook. I appreciate it. Much love. Uh, Taz Show, kicking ass, taking names, talk a lot of SmackDown. Listen to the podcast version of the show later on. Or check out the VOD. Do all that at the Radio.com app. Or Tashio.com, iTunes, Spotify, tune in. Appreciate you guys. You know that. For everybody uh, in Manhattan, me at the Rage Cave, I'm Taz. You're not. Thank you again and talk to the month. Said I was raised in the days of my space and screen names Back then when I was only worried about my top friends Now my circle is getting smaller, all these people acting fake, man And to be honest, I don't even have a top ten Me against the world, I've been doing what I really love Haters been hiding behind the screen, man, they movie cuts And when I'm back at home, it never feels the same Cause we've been doing our own thing, trying to stay up I wanna go back to days with no grades We ordered the kids meal, play ball, that's all day now I'm stuck looking at this Instagram page But these likes on my picture don't result in getting paid now I've been wondering where the party at Cause all of my concerns got me wondering